Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to another episode of the God, Guns, and Family podcast. This is episode 33, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about trust and communication with God and our spouses. It's going to all kind of tie in together. Um, This topic came from my mom, actually. So, thanks, Mom. All right. Hope you guys enjoy. I messed that up. it again y'all we be doing it god guns and family podcast y'all welcome in thanks for tuning in hanging out with us i apologize if i sound like nasally just how i roll today jesus still loves me that's all that matters so just don't talk to my wife because the boys got me sick and then i got her sick so i'm like uh on the hit list uh for her so oops my bad. Oopsie. My bad. Can you still hear me okay Oopsie, if it's oopsie. like this? Yeah. Okay. I hear more better. Yeah, we're good. All right. We got uh that works. Thanks to the to the other man over on this side of the screen. He got this new camera. better. Yeah. It's a better it's we'll very see. nice. We'll see oh, once I look drop. at YouTube, I guess, huh? If I don't drop mine off the thing over here. We would just be living. Do you have it on top of this computer screen? Yeah, it's kind of weird, bro. So we're going to have to like get weird with it. We're going to stay weird today. There it is. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in to the God Guns Family Podcast. Uh, if you don't already, uh, follow us on Instagram at God Guns and Family Podcast. And then you can email us at any time, God Guns and Family Podcast at gmail.com. And also, we are on YouTube also. So find us on YouTube. Watch these awesome videos. God Guns and Family Podcast. Like, subscribe, share, turn on the notifications bell so you stay up to date with all the new episodes that drop out. So yeah, we have right seven subscribers and I think um, I'm two of them. Hey, uh, it's fine, dude. We're slowly, slowly just uh, cruising along, man. I think... Uh, God will reward it, man. Just being faithful in in the audience that we got, praying for a larger one, and just watch him uh, work through us, bro. It's pretty it's pretty exciting, pretty awesome. Yeah, I can feel that. I can feel it. We're gonna be talking about trust and communication with God today, bro. Yeah. So I don't know um, how to really talk about this. Um, this is my mom's choice Ooh. of topic. Um, so we're doing I mean, it for you, mom. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I guess. I think, so, I think collectively good. we make like communication with God like way more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah, That's I think so. My opinion, like we feel like, I mean, especially like from your background, right? Like Catholicism, and like there was like steps and things that you had to do, and yada yada yada. But even like 
if you don't fully understand that God already knows how many hairs are on the top of your head and he knit you in your mother's room before you were born, um, if you don't fully understand that, like you won't, you won't fully understand his desire to commune, to communicate, right. To be in mm-hmm. union with, um, there's, I mean, there's a lot to talk about with that dude is, um, just spending time with God. Like I pray every morning. Cause like I get up early and go to work early. My wife's not awake. The kids aren't awake. Like it's just like me in the truck driving to work. And it's like really at like 25 minutes of just prayer, worship, you know, hanging out in the presence of God. And, um, it's pretty, it's pretty dope that like we have that ability to just talk to God whenever, like we don't have to go through a sacrifice, like a sacrificial um, ceremony in order to be made clean enough up to that point to, to talk to God. Um, but Jesus made a way for us to come boldly before the throne of grace, like me and you, you and me, like we can enter into the most holy places through what Jesus did on the cross, right? The death, burial and resurrection defeated that, that chasm. So communion and conversation with God is just like, I mean, I say dude and man, and like, I talk to God, like I talk to you, like, you know, Jesus, like help me out, man. I'm struggling here. You know, it's, um, it's, vastly complex yet so simple at the same time you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited it makes me excited to talk about stuff like this man it makes me excited yeah, uh it's it, i mean i don't know too much about uh much but um like for me anyways like when i i think the biggest thing to understand is understanding that there's nothing there's nothing that can happen that isn't god's will already i think that's an important thing to understand um we shouldn't um i don't know how to really say this we shouldn't be under the assumption that something is going to happen that already Land, kind of a thing you know what i mean maybe i feel like um um it's like one of those things where god uses all things for for the good who love him and are called according to his purpose um do i feel like we can say that like god planned for a woman to get raped like god can use um right use that as a as a tool and testimony but god's omniscient he knows from the beginning from the end and the end from the beginning so i feel like a more accurate statement to that would be no matter what happens because we live in a fallen world right we have the ability to choose today whom you're going to serve like i can make a conscious choice to turn my back on jesus and walk away like i have that ability in my in my will to do that which is why in every morning I surrender my will, my care, my heart, my desire all over to him because I make today, because all we're given is this this moment that, that we're in and we're not, we're not given, not guaranteed tomorrow. Like you can't go back and 
fix yesterday. Um, so he can use everything for, for good. Um, I'm just would be hesitant to say that like God planned um, all the negative things because sin is sin. Well, yeah, yeah. God's desire isn't for, for no man to sin. You know what I mean? Um, so the course of sin is still prevalent in the world we live in because we're trapped in the constraints of this, of this meat suit, this flesh, this body um, on this earth as it is right now. And, um, you know, I don't know. Side note. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Continue your thoughts. Sorry. My bad. I don't know what this is. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know the way that I communicate. Whoops. Three fives. Yeah. Five, 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 five. I can't, I can't, add, you know, there we go. <laughs> See, dude, you're fancy, bro. I can't add, I can't add into the, to the banner sets. Only you, my guy. I oh. can see them. I can't add them. Um, but, um, kind of the whole communication, why I wanted five, 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 five. I've said it once, I think on another podcast, but it's five minutes praying, five minutes listening and five minutes reading every single day. Um, and really that's like, if that's all you have is 15 minutes to give to God in one day, um, listening five minutes, reading every single day will keep you in communion and God in the forefront of your mind. Of course, that will grow the more you get to know Jesus, just like, you know, oh, listen to the audio Bible, the audio books and different things like the pursuit and the desire for Jesus is there. So it grows. Um, but like when things are crazy and wild and you can't seem to like catch a break and like you're just, it's just spinning out of control, take five minutes praying five minutes listening and five minutes reading his word and it'll bring you back to center like it's like uh it's like taking when you're doing long range you know target shooting if your scope is slightly off zero a varying degree here it could mean inches 500 600 yards away right um take a second to get zero like that five 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 15 minutes will keep you zeroed and and, and square in the word and in his presence because um communication with God really, I mean, I've been so guilty of this, um, is, is almost like coming into the presence of God, like a slot machine, like God, I need this God. I want that or a vending machine, right? Like God, I want this. I need this. This is what's going on. I need you fit me in, you know, fit in, fit you in somewhere in what I want desire or am I, I'm pursuing. And, and a lot of times we'll just continue doing what we want to do and then slap the God sticker on it. Like, yeah, God really showed up. Um, where that's not really the case, right? Like if we just took the couple minutes to listen, that's the post, the part most people don't, don't really, um, understand is God's always speaking. Like he's never stopped speaking. Like we just quit listening. Mm. Um, so, you know, a lot of times I've been so guilty of this is I come into his presence and I'm just like rattle off my list of needs and wants. Bless me here. Do this here. Protect me here. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Bye. See you later. Instead of taking yeah, like five minutes. Yeah. Like I just read the, the genies and he grants me all my wishes. And then on my way I go, um, what, how 
how much more deep would would our relationships be with God if we took five minutes minimum to just listen? Like I've prayed, like Lord, speak to me, talk to me, encourage me. But Lord, I'm I tune my ears to the frequency of heaven. Um, it's like an old timey, um, you know, uh, band radio when you had like the little dial you had to um, to wiggle across the the uh, like your car. So my first car was a 1979 Mercury Zephyr. And it only had AM radio. So we called it the Brown Bomber. So in order to find the station, you had like the one dial that, you know, moved it across the screen that they're across like the little display. And I'm like, oh, and I found like a partial of a signal and the other dial like fine tunes in the signal that you're getting. <laughs> and the only thing I would get um, was was Radio Disney here. OK, in that car. So. I'm like this high school kid listening to Radio Disney because there's nothing else to listen to on the AM radio that was in my first car. But had I not taken the time to find the frequency and then not just find the frequency, but then to to tune in the frequency, I wouldn't have been able to hear what was going on. So for us, right. like for me, I pray, I I read his word and then I I listen. I'm like, Lord, tune my ears to the frequency of heaven because I want to hear his voice. I want to hear what the promptings of the Holy Spirit. I want to hear what he has to say in regards to me personally, because that's what Jesus died for. I think the Western church has missed the mark in that regard. Um, Jesus didn't come to earth to die to have um, mega churches with giant screens and smoke and lights. Don't get me wrong. All that stuff can be used as a tool. But Jesus came to earth to restore the relationship between man and God, the chasm. Mm -hmm. He bridged that and gave us the ability to come boldly before the throne of grace. He didn't say just to come in, shout off a couple of things. He said to commune with him at the foot of the cross, right? To step into the most holy, holy of places. Um, we miss that because we like to think that we can just fit in God out, you know, God into our schedule when really... My my life should, and my heart and my soul, spirit, mind, body, soul should should beat um, for what the heart of Jesus beats. And how am I going to get to know um, what makes His heart beat without reading His Word and then listening actively um, to what He's saying? You know. Um, so that's just been my challenge over the last like even like six months or so um, was to spend more time being actively listening because there's a difference between just like turning the brain, at least for a dude. Okay. Men have the ability when our little waffle brains to take a little compartment off the shelf and package it and deal with it and then package it back up and put it on the shelf and then go into a nothing box where there's literally nothing firing behind the eyes, right? Men have the privilege to do that. There's a difference between going into the nothing box and actively listening. Okay. I'm just going to confess. I can say, uh-huh, a lot to Amanda, my beautiful wife. Okay. I can say, uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Retain nothing. Okay. Giant pet peeve. <laughs> She's going to listen to this and be like, you just outed yourself because it's facts. As a dude, I can just you know, like be doing something else. Like, yeah, baby, yeah, baby. Okay, cool, cool. And then I'm like, crap. What was like number two on the list? Because I remember the first one, but then my brain just like, wah, 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 wah. I just shut it out. Okay. Like there's a difference between listening to what my wife has to say and then just being 
kind of cognizant of what's happening. And I feel like um, with with Jesus, we need to be co- like fully aware and actively listening for him to speak. And it, he might not speak right away, right? He might, you know, be 10 minutes later, a couple minutes later, whatever. Um, it might be an hour later if you're willing to invest that time. But eventually... Um, he'll start speaking to you and you're going to start to hear the promptings of the Holy Spirit. You're going to start to hear what the voice of Jesus sounds like. Um, what a privilege and honor that is to even be like, like to even have the privilege to do that is mind blowing to me. It's just wild. This is wild, man. Yeah, I agree. Wild. I don't, um, have much, uh, kind of in that same realm uh i've been i don't know like i've been in a position um like in this marriage for a long time like a long time it's like slow death just kidding <laughs> i was like whoa um, bro <laughs> just kidding no um where it's been um you know you know, and it's funny too because my mom did say specifically um, trust and communication with God and our spouses. Mm-hmm. So here you go, mom. It's, it's <laughs> in here. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I do that too sometimes. I think um, zone out a little bit just because, especially when there's things that I don't really know. Like so she, she could talk about stuff that's specific to her job and I have zero clue what she's talking about, mm-hmm. but I'll legit say, I'll be like, I have no idea what that is. And she'll be like, I know, or something like that. But like, yeah. you know, I get, to, it gets to a point where like they talk about specific things uh, on a daily basis or not, maybe not on a daily basis, but a pretty consistent basis to where like, you'll understand the characters in their show, you know, like yeah. their, yeah. their day job is this like a sitcom that yeah. you're not necessarily part of, but you understand who some of the character are, characters. And if you, yeah. um, you know, you'll hear a name come up and you'll be like, Oh, this isn't going to be good or something like that. Right. Where yeah. they're like, <laughs> you know, um, they say a name and you're like, all right, I know that name. So now I'm going to pay attention just because that little part of it is yep. probably going to be something that's important either way. Like it's going to be something yep. that was said that made them an upset or it's going to be something that was said that um, like, you know, that is a key point of this thing that brought up this entire synopsis of the day kind of a thing. So, yep. um, yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, it's definitely an important um kind of tool to have like be able mm-hmm. to actively listen i mean yeah and you can be like yeah uh-huh yeah yeah but you have to be able to kind of cue in on keywords too you know because there's some yeah. things where it was like um i don't even know like sometimes she's talking about systems and <laughs> stuff stuff you're never gonna I, see <laughs> it specific stuff and i'm like yep no idea what you just said, but keep going, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So, um, yeah. And I, I think uh, the principles, yeah. I think the principles from your spouse to Christ, like there's a reason why God says that the marriage is closest thing to heaven on earth. There's so many things that you can, 
um, look at the natural relationship between a husband and wife and then apply that principle to relationship with the creator, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just like in what you're saying, right? Like listening goes like, okay, I want to hear the voice of God, but how well am I training my mind to listen to the voice of my wife? She's my helpmate, my person, the closest thing, this relationship's the closest thing to heaven on earth. And, um, challenged by that, man. I'm going to like, I mean, my, I have to fight my ADHD, bro. Cause like, it's real. Like sometimes like I'm totally like just self-diagnosed, but like I've never like had medicine for it or anything, but like, bro, sometimes it's fiery and like, I have to like take notes on my phone to remember things like, okay, cool. Like, um, like Saturday. Okay. We have a job on Saturday at this time, this place. Do I need the trailer? Do I not need the trailer? But then it's like, why have I stopped? Like even in the everyday life, like, okay. Um, I just like, I kind of call it storing things on the cloud, on the cloud. Like her brain Mm -hmm. is my cloud a lot of the time. Um, which like I need to get better at doing, um, storing it on my own hardware my heart hard drive right but um how how does that speak to her heart in that right like if i'm not listening to amanda's heart or listening to amanda what she's conversing and saying or just in conversation and i'm not picking up like keywords and i'm not keying into what she's saying does that speak life or does it speak like that she's just an afterthought like does it say like hey i'm intimately involved like like you're saying like if things could be going on in her life i don't i might not ever meet these people but like right. how aware of her the characters in her story am i uh, you know am i aware of and what the the storyline of her day job and her like life aside from you know her being in the world you know um yes that's that's a challenge for myself my friend is being more acutely aware of um, what she's not what just what she's saying but what she's like to be listening to what she's saying you know what i mean mm-hmm. like being intentional in that that's definitely what i need to work on so for y'all y'all out there and in podcast land hold me accountable bruh do it like nike nike but i like the nike yeah yeah i I, uh i told andrew the other day too um because me and there's a guy i think i told you there's an older dude that trains that started training with us i think i think he's a black belt or brown belt but he's mm-hmm. an older dude. Um, he spent a lot of time doing pride, um, pride oh, fighting yeah. and stuff. And um, oh yeah, that's the like, dude you were telling me about. He's a dangerous dude. Like you could tell, like just by the way that he throws <laughs> yes. kicks and stuff. And um, I uh, like he he is having um, I don't know if he I don't know if it's like an issue or something going on with his son that he's trying to get his son to kind of, because he's saved, like he's a felon, like he did time for whatever reason is relevant, but he was saved and he kind of came back and um, he's having a conversation with his son about um, whatever, like his son's like, Hey, you know, why is God not helping me with, with this? And um, man, what, what, I can't remember exactly what came up. Oh, so on i don't know if it's in the bible at all but on so i know you haven't watched the chosen which you i don't know why but you have to do it (laughs) um just because there's a lot of stuff in there that's just like man like there's it's it's pretty crazy and i know quite a few maybe not quite a few that's that's a fabrication but um i I, you know a couple people specifically um 
I kind of maybe include myself in it a little bit that have been brought back to the church because of the show. Mm-hmm. And um, not entirely um, me, but some people specifically. Um, and um, remind me after I bring this part up to bring up Ryan. The guy's okay. name is Ryan. Okay. So just, just kind of. So basically, so this yes. dude, Jim, um, his son is dealing with whatever affliction, whether it's. I don't think I don't think it's anything crazy, but he's you know mm-hmm. talking about, um, you know why isn't God helping me fix what's wrong with me and you know and et cetera et cetera. They started watching the chosen the the, the episode that they chose was James, hey. um, and I don't know if it says this in the Bible, but James is like has like a limp or his leg is messed up. Is that is that in the Bible specifically? Let's find out. I don't know if it I says, believe anyways, I, I I don't know if it says exactly what his affliction was. But he has something. But anyway, so in the it show, does say, yeah. Um, in the show, he uh, he's got like a limp or whatever, and it's at the point where like Jesus is sending out two teams of two, right? Like you go out here, you go out here, and um, in one of the up ep- in the episode like previous or two episodes previously, um, James is talking with one of the other apostles. I can't think of who it is specifically. Maybe it's um thomas or something like that but um or disciples is it, they're interchangeable apostles, uh, disciples. um apostles is a i mean i would say disciples apostles is a different um like okay tier. so one of the disciples um i think i think it was thomas or whatever but anyway so he's talking to him he's like you know he's it's when jesus is like healing everyone um and in the episode like everyone's like coming to jesus uh, at this tent that they have set up and like they're everyone's getting healed or whatever yeah and then james is just like dude like i haven't been healed and he's having a conversation with thomas about it and he's like dude he's like you know he's like just ask him you know like just ask him oh hi amanda he says hi amanda and um so so the next episode when they start getting sent out like in twos james is like you know, whatever he calls him, rabbi, teacher, whatever. I can't remember what he calls mm-hmm. him at that, in that episode, but they, they, those are interchangeable consistently. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you know, you're healing all these people. He, you're, you know, you're doing all this stuff. And then Jesus is like, why haven't I healed you? And he's like, if you want me mm-hmm. to heal you, I will. But, but think about this. He's like, if I send you out with this affliction that you have, this ailment that you have and you're still preaching about me, even though I haven't healed you, how much more is that going to be accepted and taken by others? Even though I haven't healed you, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he's like, but it's up to you. He's like, I'll, I'll do it if you want me to, but think about that. And yep. so the dude, Jim had like, that's the episode that came on. When wow. his son was like, why hasn't he done this? Why hasn't this happened? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I'm like, dude, like, and that's, and that's one of the things like that's, I think that's a really important um, kind of way to look at it. <clears throat> cause I was talking to Andrew specifically about it and I was like, cause it was like right after, right before we left, right before we left the school. Um, and I was like, dude, like it just kind of like, you know, cause it always kind of happens. Right. And um i'm telling him like he's like what and i'm like 
so you know this episode this is what happens and he's saying that his son and his i'm like all this stuff it's not a coincidence like this is god communicating to us he's not Mm going to be like hey hey nate you need to clean up the trash or take the trash out today that's not like that's not how it works it's just things Mm -hmm. that happen and if you put them together and you kind of are situationally aware of what's going on like it it happens all the time if you're paying Mm -hmm. attention to what's going on god's talking to us consistently and it's like and it's like it's almost kind of creepy you know like i mean if i'm gonna be if i'm gonna be honest about it like it's kind of creepy because Uh like we talked about it before where like we had conversation about something and then like the next day at church that was part of the sermon yep you know and it's not been it's not been like one-offs here and there it's been a kind of consistent trend you know what i mean yep. like where and i think like people just people are like oh no that's just a coincidence i'm like dude there's no coincidences mm-hmm. if you are if you are even on the fence about believing in god and believing in jesus and you say okay where are you going love you okay 16 30 he's gonna be back and uh so um, if you're consistently kind of like open to what's going on around you, if you're situationally aware and like that stuff is going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, another thing that happened on Sunday at church was. So when I first started going to church, there was this guy, Ryan, who. Yes. Um, wore like his chosen hat. He wore like his chosen shirt and he was like starting to be active. He was a greeter and he was like doing all this stuff. Like when just, when Justin wasn't able to show up, he would take over the core 52 class. Mm -hmm. Um, he met a girl, they got married. Um, apparently they had a baby and well, I didn't know any of this, but I hadn't seen him in a while, like a long while. And I was like, man, I hope he's okay. So I was like, going to, I like for a couple of days, I was going to text Justin and be like, Hey man, I was like, is Ryan okay? Like, I haven't seen him in a while. You know, how's he doing? You know, have you heard from him or, you know, whatever. And literally Sunday he shows up. I never texted Justin, but I was thinking about it. Yep. You know? And I was like, yep. I'm thinking about this dude and I'm like, is he okay or whatever? Well, he ended up, I knew that he had met a girl and I knew that they had got engaged and like, um, I didn't know that I had got married already, but apparently they did. They had a baby and they had been going to our other campus. That's, um, probably like 15 minutes away okay. uh, west. And so I saw him I'm like, holy crap, dude. Like I was literally just going to text Justin. And I told Justin, I was like, dude, I was literally going to text you this last week a couple times to ask you about Ryan. I just like kept forgetting to do it. Yeah. And he was all like, yeah, he's like, he's here. He's been attending the other campus. And like he, uh, He's like, yeah, we're going to start coming back to this campus now because the other one has too many people for us to build relationships with. Yep. Um, our, you know, our campus is growing now too, but it's still small enough to where he has relationships already kind of yeah. started. So it's not going to be yeah. super difficult. Um, the other one is just like super huge. Um, yeah. And so, and I was like, dude, like you, you, it's just, it's a consistent rearing thing Yep. where stuff happens or i'm thinking about something and then like it's you know it's just kind of happening not like not like i mean and this is like really 
like a very specific thing, you know, where he he was the specific topic in my head. Yep. And then literally the following Sunday was like, here he is. He's good. He's good to go. This is what happened. He was still doing his thing, but he was there. But now, you know, and I, I think I know I should have, I guess, asked them like why they decided like what, like if there was like a specific thing that was like, Hey, you guys need to go back to yeah. the CUNY campus this next Sunday. You know, I, I, I'm going to ask them if I remember, obviously <laughs> um, if there was something specific that like kind of cute, like this is the Sunday that's going to be the day that we go back to the other campus. And I wonder if it's like yeah. something that he just felt or, you know, something like that. And then if that's yep. the case, it's going to be like even kind of more weird. So even more wild. Um, yeah. We, I, I call that all the time. Um, God read your mail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's just, I've had so many times where, um, <clears throat> I have a conversation or I'm thinking about it. I mean, even like with Pierre, right? Like, um, our buddy I trained with, um, I was just randomly over like, it was probably th two weeks ago. I was like randomly at work. Like, dude, I need to reach out to Pierre and see how he's doing. I need to reach out to Pierre and see how he's doing. I just kept forgetting. So I was driving to work. Like I said, you know, driving in the morning, just had some worship music on. And I felt the prompting to remember, like, like, like the Holy Spirit brought up Pierre again. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not supposed to text and drive, but if I freaking don't do this right now, You're I'm gonna forget. going to forget. So I reached out to Pierre and it's just like, hey, dude, what's going on? And he was like, man, you know, how things crazy to hear from you. Like, I mean, just thinking about you, man, praying, hope you're okay. Um, long story short, he's like, hey, you need to come back to jujitsu. And I'm like, you know what? Funny thing you did. I was like, just having that conversation with Amanda about getting signed back up for jujitsu. Um, and he's like, yeah, you just need to come to jujitsu already. And I'm like, okay, well, dude, a couple days later, I signed up for jujitsu. But um, just one instance of many. Um, it kind of like, it's pretty awesome that you said, right? Like if you're listening, if you're looking, yeah. like there's no such thing as coincidence. Like Amanda and I could be having a conversation and then person or thing or subject or, or principle that we were talking about gets brought up um, immediately after. Like, you know, we're out to eat and we're having a conversation on the way home. It's like, oh, hey, dude, look at this person. We were just talking about this person, hoping they were okay um, mm -hmm. all the time. And that's how, I mean, for me, you know, confession also, um, God talks to me through secular music sometimes. Like I could be jamming and like there's a verse in a rap that I hear or something. And I'm just like, boom, it sparks this, it's just this flood of my mind starts going. And it all comes back to like one verse, mm -hmm. which all goes back to if you're listening, God is going to talk to you. He said, if, I mean, even if there's no one on the planet that chooses to open their mouth to be an oracle for God, he will use the rocks and donkeys, right? Like God's word and God's uh, eternal voice coming from his mouth into us will come no matter what, whether it's, uh, whether it's rocks or animals or whatever. I'm like, Lord, here I am. Use me however you want to. I'm available for you. Um, but that goes right back into the more you the more you see that, right, you're aware of those things. You're situationally aware of like, okay, this is the conversation we had. God came through here. This is a conversation I had, came through here. This is something I thought about, came through there. Um, whatever it is, like you walk up, you're like, hey, I need prayer. Then all of a sudden, the prayer team person is like reading your mail through the Holy Spirit. And he's like, bam, 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 bam. And you're like, no one else on the planet knows these things. They've been in my head only. And God's like, yeah, uh, listen, you should listen to me sometime because I'm listening to how you're thinking and what you're thinking. Um, 
those things begin to happen and those happen more frequently and they happen more often before you know it, God's character becomes a character you can trust. So the only way you can develop depth and trust is starting with the communication with God. That also goes right into communication with your spouse. When you were dating Aaron, you did everything in your power to get to know her, to, you know, to woo her, to do all the things. Like for me with Amanda, I got, I studied her, like how she did, how her mind operated. Like uh, I it freaked her out one time and I just was chuckling as she walked by and um, I just was laughing and she's like, what's, what's your problem? Um, and I was like, it's hilarious because your left ankle creaks and your right knee pops. And she like looks at me like I had just like kicked her dog or something. She's like, that it's is the weirdest good. thing anyone has ever noticed. Dude, I can't help it, bro. I can't freaking help it. Because she's looking at me now too. Like, see, you're so weird. <laughs> like turning this little camera around. You can see her posted up on the couch. just making fun of me. Um but I got to know her. I got to spend the time. And the more the conversations happened, the more I was actively listening, the more I was, you know, having conversation with, with my beautiful bride, the more trust became a thing and trust grows. It, um, you know, it just continues to, to evolve. And just like the relationship and communication with, with God that happens over time and the trust begins to, um, to unveil And, you know, excuse me, like trust to God and trust in God is faith that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. Okay. Just like we were talking about James, right? The, you know, uh, um, I was praying for, um, you know, to heal me here. Why isn't this happening? Why isn't this happening? Um, this brings up a thought to, in this, in this line of thought is, you know, you're praying like, why God, why isn't this happening? Okay. I think we have lost sight of what that really means to be healed, right? So um, in Isaiah 53, it says, by his stripes, we were healed, right? Not not mm -hmm. maybe, not if, not and, not but. Like um, it is, we were healed. That's it. So when Jesus died, the healing has already happened in heaven. So when we cross that line of eternity, we're whole, we're completely healed, we're restored. My prayer when talking about healing is, Lord, let your eternal healing transcend the line of eternity and step into our calendar. Because we've mm -hmm. already been healed, we've already been restored, we've already been forgiven, we've already been redeemed, we've already been justified. That's already happened with what Jesus did on the cross, okay? Now it goes back to this. God... I'm praying for blank, okay? Um, it, whatever it is, you fill the blank in. God, I'm praying for this, but God, if it never happens, to know you is enough. Is the knowledge of, to be to know God or to be known by God enough? If my healing never comes, if the baby we're praying for never comes, if the the blank whatever doesn't come, do I know to know him is enough? And mm -hmm. that was a, that challenged me for, for, for all, forever. I mean, it still challenges me. Um, um, but to know God, to know God is enough. Um, and that comes with the trust that comes with the communication, but God to know you is enough. You know, um, we got some of these dope. Do you keep putting all scriptures in here, bro? That's what I'm talking about, boy. Well, I, mean, I uh, that whole the Matthew one is, is too long to go in there, and I think that I thought that that one was pretty applicable. So, 
Ooh, so Matthew 7, let's do this. Let's There's only like this. three words that are left off, and it's uh, of course, it shall be opened. I think is the last you put it, in, uh, it's in the chat. Oh, it's in the chat. Okay, it cool. shall be open. Yeah, it shall be opened. So, be opened is the last two words of that. That's not showing on there. Matthew 7, <clears throat> first Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 through 8. Ask, and it shall be given. You seek, and it shall you shall find, knock, and it shall be opened. For everyone that asks receives, and he that seeks finds. And to him that knocks, it it's shall happened. be opened. Honestly, so. bro, how many times have we just expected God to do something without ever asking him to do it? Mm -hmm. Like, Lord, okay, this is funny, bro. And can I share it? Okay. Um, funny, right? Okay. So, did you have the clearance? Um, Amanda. Yeah, dude, because sometimes I overshare because I'm, I'm a dummy, you know? So I kind of overshare and whatever. Just welcome to my life. Um, <laughs> welcome to my wife's life. <laughs> but this is like the ongoing thing. Like, we've been praying and praying and praying and praying to have a baby of our own, right? Um, mm -hmm. Through some, just, just that's what we want, you know? Lord, let it be from my mouth to your ears. But, Okay, I was just kind of being a punk, and she, right now she's got um, uh, it's basically a, a giant cyst that she's going to have to have removed in March. So she's been getting them every two years. Her body just makes these cells, and yeah. um, it's just a train wreck. So I uh, right before she was going to see her um, her doctor, I was like, Lord, you know what? When we get there, just you know, let her find out um, that we're having twins. And she's like, You're insane. Okay, so fast forward the next day, she gets gets over to the doctor's office okay and um i'm just like hey babe how's it going and she's like you know um <laughs> they found twins but not babies so another cyst had grown because i just said hey god let there be not because but like like i said oh let there be twins and there was twin cysts not twin babies and i just mm. chuckled because like how we need to pray specifically for what we want Lord, let this be done according to your word through his promise, right? Lord, let this let this blank happen because your character is true. My faith in you, uh, my faith in your character and what you do and the, and the trueness of, of your word here on earth, like be praying specifically. And how many times have we missed blessing because we just pray like a blanket prayer when God, mm -hmm. like all it would have taken is just a little bit more of a specific prayer, a little bit more intentionality. Like, Lord, let's see this happen, X, Y, and Z. Another funny thing, too, um, my, my mom was thinning in her hair uh, a few years back, and she's like, Lord, just give me some new hair. Like, regrow hair, Lord, let it be. And the next morning, in the square in the center of her forehead, bro, was like one really long piece of hair. And she's just like, you know, like I got, I didn't specifically pray like Lord up here, right? Like fill this in, <laughs> but like just kind of a, a comedy thing of, I mean, of just a challenge to, we need to pray specifically for the things that we desire. Yes. God knows the desires of our heart, but why not take the time to spend in the face of Christ and tell him what you want? Like, Lord, right. I, these are the things I want, but not my will. Your will be done. Not as a, as a, as a declaration of a, of a lack of faith, but Lord, you know more than I do. Your word is true. Your goodness endures forever. Your mercies are renewed every day. You see the beginning from the end to the end from the beginning. Lord, I want to pursue you and to know you is enough, period.
And that comes with getting to know who Jesus is, not, not doctrine, not like not theology. We're not talking about, oh, we're going to have a conversation between Calvinists and blah, 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 blah. No. Like, do you know the person of Jesus, like the risen savior? Like who, yeah. who is Jesus to you? Not the theology of my mom, not the Bible of, or, or a relationship of someone that somebody said somewhere, which is what we fall under as, as a church collectively is just showing up on Sunday to feed, that to be fed, instead of feeding yourself through the word of God. It says, I'm the bread of life, right? You don't typically on a normal every week basis eat once a week. Like you, right. your, your physical body, if you're fasting is another story, whatever. But like you can't go years and years and years and years and years physiologically eating one meal for one day of the week. Like that's just not, that's not sustainable to life. Um, just like that's not the way God designed it to be with his word and in communion and relationship with him, getting to know him and spending time with him should be daily, should be hourly, should be a constant state of being in your head, like an attitude of prayer. Like you don't need like the prayer shawl or, and the, the dark closet. And like you know, those things are awesome. Yeah, the rosary beads. You don't you don't need those things, man. Like you can have an attitude of prayer. Like when I'm at work stocking Costco and I'm throwing up toilet paper and I'm, you know, stocking, you know, 2,500 pound pallets of water. I'm in an attitude like, Lord, you're so great. You're so good. And if something comes up like, like today, like, Lord, help my wife to feel better. Let her not, you know, be so under the weather. Lord, restore her. Lord, it says by your stripes, we were healed. Like I'm, I'm, I'm claiming your healing here. Lord, let that happen here on earth as it is in heaven. Um, I mean, it's an attitude of prayer. It doesn't just need to be. I mean, even in Luke 11 too, it says, and he said to them, when you pray, say our father, which is in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, he gave us a template of how to pray. He basically said, here's the blueprint of how you can start prayer with the creator of the universe. He gave that to us. So how many times, my, I'm so guilty of this myself, have we been so consumed with social media, um, you know, uh, kids' schedules, things going on, all these things happening that it just slowly pushes that aside. And before you know it, you've gone three days without opening the word or praying or, and then all of a sudden I start acting like a dick to my wife. I start being a jerk. I start being sharp with my tongue to my kids. Like, it's a direct correlation to the amount of time I'm spending with my creator and how gracious I get to be to my family. Here's a, a direct link. Once again, uh, this relationship of a spouse is the closest thing to heaven on earth and is the greatest barometer and judge of my heart, where my heart is in relation to Jesus is, is how I'm interacting with the, with my wife. Am I, am I near? Am I, Am I far? Like all that translates directly into how home life is, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. My ADHD, every time like something changes on the screen, I'm like, you know, just wild. My brain, my brain is a crazy place. But yeah, man, it's simple. Just spend time. Take five minutes a day. Five minutes praying, five minutes listening, five minutes reading. Is the is the simplest thing? Yeah, dude. And that new um, and it keeps Bible you moving forward spiritually instead of stagnation. 
is a is a pretty good one too i think because uh it has the bible what is it called the bible project Ooh, snap the bible project um if you go on youtube there's like all these cool videos and it talks about the mm-hmm. yeah different books and you know and all this other stuff it's pretty dope and um <clears throat> it really helps kind of uh get a grasp on the different books and everything and each well for the most part each day on the plan starts off with a video <clears throat> in the uh, mm-hmm. in the devotional oh and now that i say that tomorrow's not going to have it well tomorrow's going to have it but the next day is not but um well, i mean dude a whole bunch of stuff yeah it's um it's pretty legit. Like, uh, let me see if I can actually pull. I want to show because it's such a quality. Um, how would you say it? Quality. I don't know, man. Let's see if I can share my screen here. Um, let's do this did you find it yeah oh you're getting ready to do some fancy stuff bro can you hear it no oh it's it's tinking be righteous what does he mean by righteousness righteousness is about living in right relationship with god and with others it's a character trait that creates justice and peace in the world and the body of the sermon is like jesus's manifesto on righteousness examined from three angles and three big parts how this righteousness relates to the torah how this righteousness relates to religious practices of the day and how this righteousness is expressed in our relationships with God and with neighbor. Finally, Jesus concludes the sermon by calling people to make a choice about how they're going to respond. This is talking about, okay, I, I see it. The sermon three on the mount, main parts maybe. of this whole sermon. Yep. And the middle part itself it looks like. has three parts. Right. And then... Yeah, the, dude, the Bible Project has so much cool stuff. You can keep yourself entertained and growing like in knowledge for so long on like just spending time on YouTube with them. Yeah. Yeah, it's very specific. And I like how um <clears throat> so I just finished Genesis again for the second so the second time going through Genesis. And yeah. now that I am I don't know. I don't know how I would say it, but now that it's not like super boring to me, <laughs> yeah. I can actually like I can actually like because there's the stories, right? There's the stories that are in Genesis. It goes from um, you know, the initial first part with adam and eve and then it goes to abraham and uh isaac and yep. then isaac's kids and i think J- is jacob one of isaac's kids uh yes i believe if i'm wrong don't and then and then joseph and i don't they may be wrong but the anyways, lineages like, yeah 
yeah so isaac and then joseph and then joseph's 10 brothers and then they hate him and then they send him to go work as a slave and then pharaoh makes him his second in command in egypt and then you know um and then for whatever reason i don't know if it's the same pharaoh or whatever but he they become he becomes bad i don't know i don't know if it's the same pharaoh it doesn't really say it and then that kind of leads to exodus right and then um that's when moses is born and then uh he you know pharaoh's like you know, all of the kids, all the first, all the sons need to be put in the Nile or something like that. And then like mm-hmm. Pharaoh's daughter finds Moses and then takes him as his own and then actually yep. gives him back to the mom to raise because she can't do it or something like that. And, um, and it like all kind of the story is, is there, you know, and mm-hmm. I, you know, it just, it, that helps me kind of bridge it because yeah. now it's not like, Oh, on the first day, you know, yeah, and then that's kind it, of like where everyone it comes has to life. Problem. Yep, it, it, you have more depth now, which is what's awesome. So, like, the longer you spend in the word, the more you go back through the word, it makes more sense when you start understanding how each part of the Bible functions with itself and in itself, right? So, like, yeah. what you're saying, like the Genesis into Exodus and all those things, and how it all you know, God or is just his current working through it all. It adds a different level of depth. So the more you study, the more, and besides the living, the the word is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, right? Like the word will always speak to you if you're willing to listen, which is incredible because then the depth, and then you start getting into like the nerd stuff when you start looking at like historical and cultural contexts of different things. And, and then Holy crap, that says one thing like, but like we, I mean, just for instance, and in the, uh, in the Hebrew, they have like seven tenses for something. So the depth of what something is saying in the Hebrew, there's no way to accurately translate that into English. Cause we only have three tenses. They have seven. So yeah. the depth of that, looking at it at word by word, like it just, the mind just explodes. So yeah. you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, which is, which is awesome. Dude. And so another thing, um, that I kind of got <clears throat> and like, it's just like getting into the whole thing. And I've, I, I kind of feel like Aaron sometimes is a little like, she thinks I'm a, I'm a dork about it, but you know, whatever she can deal with it. Um, <laughs> watching. So, uh, you know, with like the case for Christ and like those documentaries yep. by Lee Stroll, well, you've seen those, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So if anyone's listening and they haven't seen them, um, it's like the case for creator, the case for Christ, I think there's one more. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know what the third one is. Case for maybe it's like case for resurrection. I don't maybe I just made that up. But there's <laughs> definitely a, a case for the creator and a case for Christ. Um and then there's the other book that I was listening to where it's a LA former LA homicide detective who um and I'm going to mess up the name of it. Let me find the name of the book. But he's a former LA LA homicide detective trying to prove jesus is is real um it's called crime scene uh, oh it's not right a case for a case for faith a case for faith. Cold case cold case christianity is what it's called so this guy is a homicide okay. detective he like studied cold cases based on evidence and all this other stuff so one of the biggest things that a lot of people um I don't know if a lot of people say this, but the the naysayers and the the non-believers basically will say like, well, yeah, well, um, all these different types of 
points of view come in and they're all saying different things. And so how was anyone supposed to believe what happened when all the different um, gospels are mm -hmm. different way? And the explanation for that is they all looked at it from different points of view, right? So like one person, yeah. the car accident, they see a blue car. I think we, did we talk about this last week? Uh, not last week, but uh, some other episode. Okay. Someday. Anyway, so so basically it's like different points of view and all this other stuff. Well, anyway, so in the chosen in the episode, like right before like one of the episodes before the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew's like writing, and in the I don't know if you probably don't you don't know because you haven't seen it, but Matthew in <laughs> in the show is um he's like I think he's like on the spectrum. So like he's like autistic or whatever. Yeah. And so he's like, that's why he, cause he's the tax collector and all this stuff. So he's really good with money. So they kind of made him in that realm anyways. So anyways, he's like writing the stuff down and Peter's like, uh, Simon Peter comes up and he's like, dude, why are you writing everything down? If someone sees it, they're going to like, it's, you know, it's going to be used against us. And he's like, well, it's because we want to make sure that it's documented because one person's going to have one point of view. One person's going to have another point of view. And he literally says it in the show. And I was mm -hmm. like, dude, he yep. literally just said what everyone is always saying. Like, and I, and I think the, obviously the producer made it that yeah. way for a reason, <clears throat> but I never noticed it the first time I saw it. And it's not like, it's not like in the Bible or anything like that, but mm -hmm. it's kind of like, I mean, I mean, it's, it helps understand. Yeah the points of view and the whole story of Jesus and, you know, and all this stuff. So I thought it was pretty interesting. That's so awesome. You to watch it for sure. So yeah, we will definitely going to have to, but yeah, man, we could like keep chatting on this thing for, for hours, bro. But Mr. Oh, I don't know if I have much to add to this <laughs> sucker. You lied, bro. You fibber McGee, dude. Fibber McGee, dude. <laughs> fibber McGee. That's it, man. But dude, there's so many resources available. If you're willing to take the time just to look for the Bible, somebody's slowing your internet Whoa. down. Yeah, that that was that was lame. Um, but dude, find the stuff available. Bible Project Alpha. You can find all that stuff online, dude let the desire to know God more just fuel your study, fuel your understanding. Your like, it's just, it's in, it's, it becomes um, something that you can't put a monetary value on. And uh, my beautiful bride sent me this right as we were talking about praying. It's like, if you don't feel like praying, force it because there is something forcing you not to pray. Our privilege mm. to pray um and to spend time, it, that is not, shouldn't be taken lightly, but grow that, grow knowledge, grow wisdom, grow discernment and understanding and pray for those things. Like, Lord, help me to hear you more. Give me help, Lord, instill in me a desire to pray and to spend time in your presence. And it all starts with just simply asking. Um, so everyone listening, it's all available for you. We don't like, we haven't, uh, attained some different higher level of anything like the Holy Spirit that lives in me is the same one that rose Jesus from the dead. The same one that lives in you is available to you. Go after it. Get into the word. Allow him to do and accomplish that which he began a good work in you, man. It's going to be incredible. Mm, excuse me. But yeah, man, 
it's an honor, bro. It's an honor to do this. Yeah, it's an dude. honor to, to be known by by him, the creator of everything, bro, that he knows me, knows you, knows everyone listening. And what a privilege, dude. It's incredible. It is incredible. So again, follow us, God Guns and Family Podcast on Instagram. Email us, God Guns and Family Podcast at gmail.com. Turn on the notifications bell. Like, subscribe on YouTube. Do all the things, man, so we can... Yeah, dude, leave a nice review for us, yeah, people. Yeah, share us, bro. Do it. If you like this at all, just do it. Like Nike, man. Review yeah, us. Let's pray real quick because I got to get the littlest boy from school. Yeah, so let's do this one here on the screen. Ooh. Let's do this one. Let's do it. So this is the prayer that I used to do every time I went on a mission, like on a regular, you know what I mean? So... um and this comes from Luke 11. So I'm going to start with the yeah. beginning. It says, one day Do Jesus it. was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. And they're talking about John the Baptist, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, and this is why I asked you this the other day, because this, yep. this scene comes up. And this is actually a scene in The Chosen around Yo. the Sermon on the Mount time. Um, so I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say it exactly how it shows on here, because I... I think it's a little different but the prayer in itself is our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us yep. lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil and then there's certain versions where it's like um for that is the power and the glory forever and ever amen however you want to say it yep. um take that into consideration and uh yeah, I mean, and that's that's a prayer across. So, with Catholics, Mom, you can do this one. Yeah, this is a Catholic one. It's in the, <laughs> it's in the Bible. Henry can do this. You know, Pierre. Yeah, if you're listening, you can do this one too. Yeah, Mr. Catholic Prince of Persia. Um, but um, yeah. So appreciate everyone. Thank you. Yes. And um, God bless you guys. Have a good See one. Take See y'all next week. Take it Bye. easy. Bye.